It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. You are looking very dapper this evening. Oh, I don't know about dapper. You looking? You have the look. I, don't, I do what I can. Oh, well, thank you very much. Plus, thank I get hot doing the show, so I, I change. Um, you know, but uh, I got to tell you a little story. You know, you know how if you go to our webpage, actually, therendezvousshow.com, you know, I play ping pong like a madman. Yeah. And now we have Jordan, you know, who's helping us here in the show. We went to play ping pong. We actually filmed that right before while you were prepping hard. I'm prepping, playing ping pong right I'm, before I'm a, Jill, every night. Jill, our producer, and I are over here working away, and, and you guys are Jordan playing ping pong. <laughs> and, you know, and then we play five sets, and then, you know, my and my uncle hurts a little bit. So um, Your ankle hurts? A tiny bit, yeah. yeah. But the thing is... I love playing ping pong so much, I could play on one foot only. One foot? If I had to. I don't think you should do that. No, you don't think so? No, I think you need both feet. So maybe take a a ping pong break. So should I take a break? Okay. You you have a very serious injury. Because I've got two challenges. One is with your husband, Jason. Yes, yes. And one is, you know, with Jordan that is here, and then we have to play more. So I'm going to take a little rest there. Yeah, take it easy. So if you see me changing my tennis shoes... On no, top of my outfit. Then I'll tackle you. you know, <laughs> we, we can't have you doing that. We need Forrest Gump to be in peak ping pong shape. Okay, so <laughs> we have a great show today, and uh, we have an email coming up that we're going to talk to uh, Deborah, and she's got some issues with her husband. We'll, okay. t- we'll talk about that. But I also want to tell everybody that we are giving away another trip to go see Journey in Las Vegas. They return to the joint. Vegas at, again. Yes, Vegas baby at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino for a second nine-show residency. It's Journey in Las Vegas, May 3rd through the 20th. Prize package is for two night stay at the Hard Rock and round trip coach airfare. Two tickets to see Journey in Las Vegas. So make sure you go to the rendezvousshow.com. Get yourself signed up. Mm-hmm. We'll get to this email when we come back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. For The Rendezvous, Journey Vegas sweepstakes, no purchase necessary. Void in Alaska, Hawaii, and where prohibited. Open to legal residents of the contiguous United States and District of Columbia, 21 and older. Sweepstakes ends at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, March 5th, 2017. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So happy to have you here tonight with us. Simon, we have an email. You know, we do mm-hmm. take emails at therendezvousshow.com. People uh, sometimes email us for love advice, relationship advice, if they're a little too nervous to call Absolutely. in. That's okay. Yes. We'll, t- we'll take your email. We'll help you this way, okay? Okay. Any way we can. Uh, Deborah from Schaumburg, Illinois says, hey, Simon and Angie. My husband and I got into a big fight a few days ago, and ever since, he's been sleeping in our guest room. We made up, but he told me that he sleeps way better when he's alone, and he wants to stay in the guest room. I'm bummed out because I like cuddling with him and waking up next to him, but I don't want to force him to sleep with me if he doesn't want to. Do you think it's bad for our marriage to sleep in separate beds? This is a really good question because I hear it's like the new big thing where homes, they're making two master bedrooms Mm -hmm. so that people can sleep separately. What do you think about that, Simon? Listen, um, I think there's time to sleep together and there might be a period of time that you sleep in two different beds and then you go back together. I don't like the idea of the obligation or the guilt around you have to sleep together if you don't feel like it. It's full of passive-aggressive and, and aggressions. So let's not make it a rule. I mean, I've seen my parents sleeping in the same bed, and as they get older, in the same room, two different beds, to be honest. 
Do you think you know, it's so? And it's still they love each other the same. Of course they do. Yes. But um, I want to ask you, Angie, because you're married, right? And you know, you I believe you sleep in the same bed. We then, do, right? We do. But my husband so, also has nights like, for instance, on Valentine's night, he didn't sleep in our bed, even though we had an amazing night. We didn't fight or anything, but he has problems falling asleep a lot of times, and okay. I get up really, really early for work for your morning show, right? Yes. And he's afraid that he's going to wake me. So I woke up the day after Valentine's Day, and he was asleep on the couch with the dogs, and I made it joke when I came upstairs. I was like, oh, look at the wife. He has to sleep alone on Valentine's night. <laughs> But I know what that's about. It wasn't him actually saying, I want to sleep in another room. That, actually, I might have a problem with. Would that bother you if the same situation would happen and he, he would feel for a couple weeks or a couple months He would drive to sleep in a different room for a little while. I feel like we would lose some sort of intimacy, and I don't know why. I just feel like I would want him there. But I think that, not to defend the situation, but I think we have to have flexibility some nights or right. some weeks. Right. Because nothing is worse than being forced to, by guilt, to sleep in the same bed. Yeah. Right? And so if a man or woman or two partners, they decide for a while to just sleep in different beds, I'm all for it. Whatever makes the two work what matters and you can't force somebody I, i believe in that whatever makes the two work but it seems that deborah is saying that she's bummed about it because she likes to cuddle with him so do you feel like he should try to make the wife happy i think she can uh, cuddle back and sneak in slowly and I, i think i think maybe the reason that she's feeling this way is because of the way it came about that it started with a fight yes. and even though that's not why he wants to but it started that way so it kind of started in an ugly way Yeah, so, I, I hope it's not payback for what happened. Right? Doesn't sound like it. It still would probably feel like, oh, but, well, you liked it better, and we were fighting, and what? It, mm. But I think really we have to demystify the bed. The bed is 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 a place to love to sleep, and sometimes one sleep better in a different bed, and that's that's okay. My grandparents loved each other so much. Never slept in the same bed. Probably the last. 15 years of their marriage before my grandfather passed because he snored so loud he woke up the whole neighborhood and she couldn't take it anymore she had to sleep in another room they were fine listen i th my parents sleep in two separate beds and and you know of course my father is almost 89 and right. so, but but it's fine it's not a sign of lack of love or right. more love and just make sure you're doing your cuddling during the day and you get all that intimacy oh yes and i would sneak in and after the you know make love and yeah. cuddle and then she might stay in his bed and things go back <laughs> to normal just don't force somebody don't force it i agree with that so we're going to talk more about this and other things that couples do separately next on the rendezvous You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking all things love, romance, and dating. Simon, we just read this email from Deborah, mm -hmm. who was worried because her husband wants to sleep in the guest room instead of in their bedroom together. But 23% of married couples routinely sleep in separate beds. So 23%? Yeah, it's, a, it's a big thing. And, and you know, separate bedrooms, like double master suites are the new hotness in home design. Well, can we be honest, Angie? Yes, Before be that, honest. everybody wanted what? Two bathrooms. Remember that? There used yeah. to be just one for the master bedroom right. and one closet. Then it became two closets and people want a separate bathroom, right? True. And It now, makes sense. Right, exactly, because you still need your intimacy. I think privacy increased the chance of intimacy. Ooh, I like that. Really, privacy increases the chance That's true. of intimacy. The more privacy you give to your partner, the better the intimacy becomes.
Oh, I love that. I th- that th- makes a lot of sense. I mean, I don't want to know every single detail of, of everything you're no, doing in the bathroom me- and in the bedroom. And when, you know, there's. Exactly. Keep a little bit of time for yourself to do things that you did by yourself before you were in a relationship. Keep the mystery. Preserve the sexy. Oui, voilà. Oui, oui. Preserve. To preserve, preserve. The, 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 what do you call it? The, the sexiness, the attraction. Yes. The magic. I like that. Well, besides sleeping separately, what else do you do separately from your partner? Or, or if you don't, what would you like to? Um, like vacations, separate bank accounts, uh, go out separately. My husband and I take sometimes separate vacations. And so, you're totally cool with that. Totally cool with that. But let's talk about separate vacations and checking accounts and things like that. We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We're talking love, romance, dating, relationships, and separate lives when you're together, (laughs) uh, such as vacations. Should we have separate bank accounts? Should we go on separate vacations? Huge questions. Yeah, I mean, those are big questions. Uh, With my husband, we have separate bank accounts. We do have a joint one, Mm -hmm. but we also have separate. Mm -hmm. And we go on vacations together, and we also go on separate vacations. Let me ask you clear questions. Separate bank accounts. Yes. Uh, Jason is going away on the weekend with his buddy. Right. Um, Who pays for it? He does. You guys together pay for his vacation, and he pays for yours, or who pays for what? Well, that's a good question. We actually worked it out where, you know, we're both working full-time. Yeah. All of his money goes to all of our bills. All of my money is our spending money. So, okay. Because we make around the same amount of money. Okay. And so it works out that way. So then the vacation, you pay for it. Yeah. I mean, it's not mine. It's our money. That's our spending money together. And I think that's a really important conversation to have. So you, when did you have this conversation? Andy? When we were in, uh, actually, yeah, when we were engaged, we had that conversation because we wanted to know how we were going to save. So we, we had that very uncomfortable money conversation. What, what was the most uncomfortable about it? The most uncomfortable part is bringing up each other's debt and what we have left to pay off. That part is uncomfortable, but once you get that out of the way... You did that after you got engaged, not before you got engaged. That's interesting. Well, we kind of knew where we were. I think it's the most important thing because it's the number one thing couples fight about is money. Absolutely. Have you ever had a fight about money with him? Not one time ever. So that recipe you just gave is a recipe for success. So I love it. Yes, and that's our recipe, though. It might not be everybody else's. Well, because you're both responsible. And we're we're both working, and I think... A well, lot yes. of situations, if there's, you know, one of two of the couple is not working, it's maybe stay-at-home mom or whatever you, you have, then it becomes a little bit more difficult. Totally. All right. We're going to talk more about uh, relationships, dating, love, and uh, what about taking separate vacations and all these things and separate accounts? Let's talk about that on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome to The Rendezvous Show with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir, The Rendezvous, where we talk to you about love, romance, dating. And we also take your calls. If you need any advice, give us a call. 855-905-8255. We do have a call, Simon. Yes. Let's go to Indianapolis, Indiana. Say hello to Max. Bonjour, Max. Hey, Simon and Angie. Hey, Max. How's it going? All right. I, I kind of need your advice with something. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm online dating, and I'm a little on the shorter side. I'm not like a midget or anything, but 5'8". Uh, and I, I find that if I put my real height on my profile, 
or even if I don't put my height at all, then I don't get any interaction. I feel like I'm always getting filtered out, you know, like they don't give me a chance. Mm, so my wow. people have their settings, like what they want, how how, how tall or whatever. Yeah, everyone wants five ten or five eleven. Gotcha. And these girls are five five. It's not. It's not like I'm trying to date WNBA players. <laughs> <laughs> That's a... uh, that, well, it's you know that's such a girl thing too. I think even if you're a shorter girl, there's such a thing attached to having this taller man that's you know protecting you or whatever. But I know a lot of people filter based on height and age, especially um, Simon. Do you think that people should should do that if they feel like they're getting filtered out? I mean, I, I think I think uh, if they want to, why not? I, I love the fact that you know uh, the information is out there. So things are transparent. Okay. That part I like. What I don't like, it becomes like a supermarket yeah. for dating. Okay. So here are the, the the apples from this region. Here are the apples from there. The banana from this country or from the tomatoes from Mexico. You pick what you want. But the online dating is, after all, just a site. You see, you look, right? So, Max, the thing is, uh, I don't like to – there is no way to lie, so I don't want you to say, like, you're 6'2", because you're going to get more hits. The girl's going to get disappointed. Right. So I wouldn't do that. I would maybe – But a couple inches. An inch. I, was, I yeah, mean, I was exactly. going to say, like, if you show up – let's you said you're 5'8". If you put your 5'10", and you show up for a date, it's not like it's glaringly obvious. I don't know if I would know the difference right. two inches. You know what I mean? That, so I agree with you. Andy. I mean, when so, we're talking height, two inches, you're not really going to know. Now, that – exactly. You know, the age thing now, Angie. No, the age thing you got to be straight up about, I think. Me too. But me, yeah. me too. Especially for men. Because usually, at least where I'm from, it's rude for women to talk about their age and ask to guys, women, their age right away. I agree with we that. We don't do that in France. And it's, it's like, like you said, cherry picking or like you're grocery shopping for a guy. I feel like so many people miss out on great dates and great opportunities uh, to date people because of these very finite you know, narrow it down to the inch on somebody. It's, I agree. It's like it's not Home Depot, right? You're not right. looking for, for, for this kind of light bulbs or something. But you're looking for love at first sight, not a light bulb. The thing is, I really, really feel that online dating gives you an extra chance to meet people you will never otherwise. True, true. physically, maybe you'll never meet them. The limitation is it comes with that definition of who you are, right. which is not too humane. Or, you know, kind, but just mechanics. Right. So a couple inches is okay to fib here and there, but yeah, I'll, definitely not age. No, exactly, you know. I mean, size does matter to a point, I guess. Well, know. I mean, you know, right? it depends on what we're talking about. <laughs> Bank exactly. account, you know, other places, maybe size does but matter. Heights, you know, heights. <laughs> Height, I think a couple inches, you're going to be okay, Max. I agree. So Angie and I agree. And see what happens. Maybe maybe you will uh, get a lot more dates because of that. Yeah. Awesome. Thank, thank you so much. All right, Max. Thanks, Good Max. luck. Bonne chance. Good luck on the online dating. We don't envy you at all. <laughs> no, it's difficult sometimes. Well, it's true. Lots of people aren't big fans of online dating. I don't know how everybody does it. I feel like I just missed that window when I started uh, dating my Lucky husband. Lucky you. Lucky me. Lucky you. Because I would be terrible at it. Um, like you, Simon, you don't like online dating not either. Much. So, I've tried it and didn't have much sense. No, not fun. 
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir from the Ooh La La studios talking about love and romance. We had a call from Max. Poor Max, who thinks he's really short yes. and wondered if he should lie on the online dating profiles because he feels like he's getting filtered out based on his height. Simon, did you do any online dating or have you or do I, you? I have a little experience on one of the sites. It didn't go anywhere really for me, nothing. Because I, I believe that I am better at meeting somebody face-to-face. And since I'm not shy at all, I don't mind to go if I'm at supermarket to introduce myself. See, you're brave. Well, I don't and you're brave. old school because totally you know how to school. speak to people. Well, yeah, and also because I know how to keep my physical distance. I've noticed one thing, and I, it's a tip out there for the guys: if you're going to speak to somebody you don't know, stay at, at arm length distance. You know what? I call it my hula hoop. Right. Don't get inside my hula hoop. I never, <laughs> and, and I never do, and I know that. So if you stay that far, right, personal you, space, and, and you shake somebody's hand, and say, "Hey, I'm Simon Marcel. You know, nice to meet you." Oh, I said you're so beautiful. Whatever it is, what I feel. Then there's never a problem. All can happen is the girls, you know, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, you know, and and that's all can happen. I, I give you a crazy story about this actually. Okay. Uh, in, in in this building, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I, I found a woman. I was with Jill, a producer downstairs, getting a little dinner, and we and we saw that woman, and I said, oh, she's so beautiful. I'm going to say hi. So Jill stands there. I go to her and I said, you know, oh hi. She turns around. She's pregnant. Oh. So I look, and I, for a split second, she looked at me. I said, listen, I, I just I had a little crush on you. I said, I wanted to say how beautiful you are. You know, congratulations on being pregnant. And I end up, and I said, your husband is a lucky man. She, she said, sure. oh, thank you so much. You made my day. I bet you made her weak because I remember when I was pregnant thinking I was not attractive at all. So to have some suave French man walk just, up and tell me, I would have been in heaven. So, you know, I stayed my distance. You know, I said, That's I'm nice. Simon. I'm sorry. And, and, and now, you know, we say hi. And you have nothing to lose. Just say hi to somebody. Be polite. Be respectful. I agree. And that's all. The worst can happen. You know, she's not available. I agree. And you're good at talking to people in person. This is interesting because there's a new dating app that you actually might like, Simon. Really? It's making you be a little bit more personal. We'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. So we're talking about uh, dating apps, and I know you don't like them because there's no personality in them. You don't get to talk face-to-face, but I think you might like this one. Mm -hmm. There is a new dating app that is ditching the whole swipe left, swipe right thing. It requires a phone call to actually connect with somebody. So oh, check it I out. I like that. It launched uh, just recently. Um, it's called Hotline, and it wants to bring this authenticity back to dating. So the first required interaction, if you connect with someone, is a phone call. So you have to actually speak to them on the phone at least once. And then after the first call, then you can start messaging each other. So you actually have to have a conversation with someone. So you don't even see the person? or you? See- well, you see them on the site, and then if you like them, you can't get any more information about them until you have that phone call. What do you think about that? I think it's wonderful. Would you try that? Absolutely. I think we should have Simon try this app. We, I think we, we can, should we, download we, the app. We, we should. We should. We should, and then we can see what happens. See, because you would do very well on this app because you're really good speaking with people. Although, what do you think of the accent? I mean, it's somebody that's... Oh, I think you're in like <laughs> Flynn with that accent. That's even better. But if you don't, I mean, aren't you surprised? Like, you hear somebody with an accent out of, straight out of the blue. You don't know I'm French or anything. And I'm then, intrigued. I'm absolutely intrigued. I mean, I could talk to a thousand guys that sound American. I don't get to talk to a French man ever. That's true.
I mean, I do every day, but like, you know, before right. we started working together, I, I would have been like, oh my God, Maybe jackpot. <laughs> I think you should do a it. A little profile on the hotline. Uh huh. See, in the quest to find Simon, the love of his life, we might have just found the app for it. Hotline. Hotline. <laughs> Download now. Only uh, in America. <laughs> makes you work a little. So, Simon, we got uh, an email from a listener who has a question about a guy that she met online. Okay. Probably not on Hotline, but online. And we're going to talk about that next. It's the Bonjour Simon oh, Marcel email. Forward. Yeah, it's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Bonjour, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So you can go on therendezvousshow.com anytime if you want to send us an email. I'm telling you, we have stacks of email questions there's for you, a, Simon. Yeah, there's a few emails we, on your desk uh, right Just a few. I mean, like, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at all these. <laughs> yeah, like, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. That is our new segment because I have to get through all of these emails at some point in our life. Yes. So I have one here from Noelle. She's from Steep Hollow, Texas. Mm, bonjour, Noelle. She says, Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Mm-hmm. I've been talking to this guy online for the past few days, and we haven't met in person yet, but he somehow figured out where I live and sent me flowers. I asked him how he got my address. He said he Googled it because I mentioned I like flowers on the, you know, the thing. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to send me some, which is kind of romantic, but also kind of creepy. Should I continue to talk to him or cut it off now? What do you think? Bonjour, Noel, and thanks for sending us the email. It's actually both. It's creepy and romantic. Creepy because it's an invasion of privacy that no one should do. No one should, like... Google, find somebody's address. The address is too far. That's that's I, my point. That's, I, th- I think we all do our due diligence before a date, and we'll, like, maybe Google somebody to see, you know, maybe there's talking points that we can have for our date, points of interest, but I would never go that far. Yeah, never. Neither would I. I like the flowers. I think that's romantic. So one wrong, one good. Uh, if you want, if your intuition permits it, I would meet the dude at a cafe and get one last conversation to make up your mind, right? Because maybe it's just so into you you couldn't resist, uh, but he didn't send you know crazy letters, he didn't send any you know pictures of his private part. No, what he sent is flowers. It was good intention. Exactly, and I like that gesture, old school. So why don't we give him a chance, a conversation, a cafe public. somewhere, public, of, only in public at like you know you know happy hours at five or something. Or even in the morning on the weekend, if you want to, just give him a chance to talk, and after that, make up your mind. Okay, so you know, I, I think the flowers probably would have been better hand delivered on the first date. It would have been much better. But listen, I, I like to give a second chance. It, there is no lying. Or it's just it's a little invasion of privacy. I agree. Are you against going on Google before the date to find out more about the person? It's not what I do. I know um, women maybe should do it more because of yeah. danger and creepers and all that. So I would tell my goddaughter, Chloe, who's uh, almost 21, to do so, but she's in a relationship. But if she was single, I would. Right. And, and I, think, uh, I think women should, should. For guys, it's a different story. The girl could be crazy, though. You know, what if she crazy, has a but past? That, that doesn't show in Google unless— uh, If she has a criminal record, it would. You know, so maybe it's good for both. But okay, I, I got to tell you, both. Okay, when my Angie. daughter starts dating, every man she mentions is getting Googled right away by mama. I'm, I'm right there <laughs> I'm not Googling. surprised. <laughs> I am not surprised. No, I agree, especially for the younger uh, generation. Google is, is a good source of information. But don't go too far. 
don't go too far. And even if you go too far, just don't send and stuff I at, the, at the home. At the, at the home. And I wouldn't let on that you went very far either because, I mean, obviously everybody does it. I don't think you should say, well, I saw that you grew up and I saw you graduated this year and I saw that you were on the cheerleading team and I saw that you work at this place and you're, it just looks a little too much. It does. It does. But a man sending flowers, it's still very nice. I think that's a great gesture. So let's give, you know, for Noel a chance to meet the guy. All right, one more shot. Simon says one more shot. One more chance. One, but not twice. Exactly. Well, should we Google? Is that? I mean, that was a little overboard, but should you Google your date before meeting in person? Let's talk more about that when we come back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. We've been talking about dating online and, you know, people Googling before they have that first date. According to a new survey, Simon, Mm -hmm. 58% of women research their dates on social media before meeting in person. I think that number is low, 58%, because we all have a computer. We all have Google. Um, But (laughs) is it a good idea or a bad idea? I think we all do to some extent do some background research, but I don't know if it's a good idea to tell everybody, you know, I know where you went to college and I know where you work and I know how many sisters you have. No, wait a minute. It depends how you say it and when you say it. Uh, If it comes genuinely in a conversation, for instance, you find out that the person went to the same college, you should tell because you might have common friends, you might have common teachers, you might, it's, it, it brings the two of you closer together. Don't you think, though, that this, this is why I don't think that's a good idea. Okay, why? Um, well, A, I just feel like maybe you did a little too much digging ahead of time, and what are you saving for the date? Like, this is where we get to know each other, so I would instead ask you, Simon, where did you grow up? What uh, school did you go to? What sports did you play? Because now we're face-to-face, and this is the dance, right? This right. is the, we're, we're okay. getting to know each other. But if you already know, you yes. are pretending. If yeah, you, really know you the, are pretending. I don't want you to pretend, Angie. I don't want anyone to pretend. Listen. You are pretending. I, you're right about so that. So I'd rather you have things in common. Listen, I think we went both to the same school. Great. Maybe we went to uh, the same football game. Great. I, it brings you closer. If I, right. met, if I met somebody who went to the same school than me in Paris, I would go, wow, that's fabulous. And I would not think because she knows that that would be invading my privacy. Right. See, or I'm, the I'm, investigation has been too 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 strong. Well, Simon, we got an email from a woman who researched the guy that she's dating, and she did not like what she found. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we're going to tell you why next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You know, you can email us anytime. We'll read your email on the show if you have a question about love, romance, dating. Simon Marcel. Yes. The French romance expert. <laughs> And myself, the realist American expert, trying to keep it real, we will answer your questions at therendezvousshow.com. We do have an email here. Okay. This is Adrian from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. She says, hi, Simon and Angie. Bonjour. Bonjour. I noticed the guy I'm dating is following all these porn star type chicks <laughs> on social media, which is so weird because he doesn't even seem like that type of guy. Should I be worried if he's following all these porn star type chicks. Hmm. Well, why is he following them? Like, is he having conversations? Does he know them? Maybe he knows a bunch of porn star chicks. I don't know. What do you think? It's exactly what you said. I don't know. 
I don't know either, Angie, and she doesn't know. Right. Why, so the best you can do is ask him why. Because why beat around the bush? I think that if you have a suspicion, you know he's... Just ask him, what's up with following those porn stars' chicks? Yeah. And then ask him why. Because no one's spoken, guys. So why keep this question for yourself or try to maneuver? Straight to the point. And this is the problem with doing the deep dive on the Google before you go out on a date with somebody because you can see things like this and misconstrue it. I mean, who knows what the answer for that is? But, you know, our minds can run away with us and we can think a million crazy things before we ever get to know the truth. And that's why I'm all about face-to-face asking the question. Adrienne, it's a little weird. I must say. Yeah. But let's give the guy a chance to explain why. Maybe he used to be a producer of a studio for porn stars, and he has nothing to do with them, but he just knows them personally. Could Who be knows? That. My take, it was probably he likes to look at them. As of you course, that's what it was. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's that's, right. Okay, let's be real. <laughs> I'm trying to give him the benefit of the yeah, doubt. Yeah, you really did. You're right. You really did. You're right. So, so but let, let's give him a chance to explain. Don't be worried. Just ask. I love that. That's it. You need advice from Simon? That was some good advice. Call in now, 855-905-8255. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Thanks for being with us tonight. We have calls coming in and emails coming in, 855-905-8255. We'll get to your advice and your questions. Let's go to Tampa, Florida. We have a question here from Audrey. Hey, Audrey. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How can we help you? (laughs) Man, my boyfriend thinks I'm needy um, because I told him that he pays more attention to his phone than he does to me, which is very true. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. He's always on his phone. It's in his hand. He's just playing games or texting or on Instagram. And it drives me crazy. I mean, we'll be having like a late night together watching videos or like Netflix. And the next thing you know, he, he, he's on his phone. Like, it's just annoying. And I don't know how to get him to put the phone down and pay attention to me. Uh, Audrey, I mean, that's <laughs> it's a common problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some men do it, some women do it. Mm-hmm. And why? The truth is difficult, but I'm going to tell you, it's because he's a bit bored. That's why he's doing it. You think so? I'm afraid so. So, <gasps> so no, listen, because if I'm in a conversation with you or Gila Producer, we're talking, I don't start looking at the phone every five minutes. No. If you go out dinner on a date. You don't <coughs> think maybe it's like a habit? It could be a habit, no? No, 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 no. Mm. If you are interested in, a, in in watching a movie, right? you don't look at your phone. You want to see the end of the movie. If you're listening to a song, it's great. You know, so the reason he does that because he's a little bit maybe maybe bored. So we're going to change that. You're going to take a little distance, and you're going to frustrate him. So don't be so available. See him a bit less, and he's going to start missing you. He's going to start missing the time with you. He's going to start missing the conversation with you. And then you can say, listen, you know, I really feel you, you're more in a relationship with your phone than me, and that doesn't go well for me. Right. Your I, relationship, you rule, girl. I think it's uh, I love also, it. Your relationship, your rule. Yes. I also think that, you know, it's one thing if he's claiming that he's doing business, if it's a phone call from work, if it's family or something. The fact that he's sitting there and playing games I mean, really, maybe you should put something, like give him something else to play with. If you guys are I mean, laying there watching movies together, instead of playing games, I'm right here. Hi, look at this whole amusement park just waiting right in front of you. But, but if she does, <laughs> if she, if, if Ora does that and he, and he doesn't react, she's going to be humiliated. True, so true, I, I'm true. I'm afraid, I don't want to, I, I think she doesn't have to do anything more than take a step back, Angie, mm-hmm. and, and frustrate him so he misses her. 
because I think he's acting not you know like 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 a schmuck. Like, it's it's really it's we, humiliating for Audrey. Yes, we to be in that situation. I, I think a lot of people have this problem too. I go out with my girlfriends. I have three best friends, so the four of us will go out for dinner or something, and we're all on our phones. We're just so addicted to it. So now we have a rule when we go out to dinner because we're all moms. We have to take our phones in case sure. of emergency. But our rule is when we get to dinner, we all take our phone. Everybody piles it in the middle of the table, face down. In a stack, whoever has to, really? whoever grabs their phone first, has to take mm-hmm. a shot or do something. You know, so it's a it's a I game like because it'll make people concentrate on the conversation. So maybe you go out and have a date night where it's phone free. Say that we're gonna we're gonna play a little game and see how this goes. After you take After. some distance, yes. First, you know, <laughs> step step back and then do exactly what Angie said to do. I love it. And how much time do I give him distance? I, I, this is such great information. I am feeling so powerful and strong. But how much time do I, I give him? Yeah, and enough distance? time. Enough time for him to say, "I really miss you." Yeah. Until you. Let until him come you, running. Right. Exactly. He has to miss you, and he has to write to uh-huh. text you. I miss you, Audrey. When you hear this, then you say, "Well, let's go to a date," and no phone with a wink. I like it. I like it. I and love that's the way it. it goes down. Yeah, because if he's sitting there bored with you, then let him really be bored. Give him time to be bored. Yeah, or play with his phone. You. Yeah, he can play with his phone all day. Yeah, exactly. It's so. This is such great advice because my response was like, "Go and get some sexy lingerie." And no. No, you know, no, 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 no. He, you shouldn't have to sit and do a circus act to get your man to pay attention to you. Absolutely. You, it's about conversation. It's not about the way you look or lingerie. It's about whatever you guys are discussing should be interesting enough for him to pay attention. That's right. And show you courtesy and respect. That's right, Simon. Respect. respect. There you go. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what a man should be. All right, Audrey. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You're wonderful. Thank you, Audrey. We wish you luck with texting Monster over there, okay? Be strong. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. All right, All right. Audrey. Thank Bunch you so us. much. A lot more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie coming up. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie. Bonsoir. It's been an amazing evening in the Oulala studio. Always an amazing night in the Oulala studio with Angie Taylor. Yes, lots of talk about, you know, dating and romance and love and separate bedrooms and online dating. It's been a great show. And you know what? My favorite part about... Uh, you know, when you're with someone and leading separate lives in a way was your Simon Says of the day. I said, and I mean it, privacy increases the chance of intimacy. Uh-huh. The more private space you have to do your thing, the more the intimacy between you and your partner will be greater, more, ma- more magic, more intense, more passionate. Yes. Keep some space for the privacy. Because then it's, you don't know everything about each and other you don't and you're more curious. See yes. And know every little details about him or her. A little mystery never hurts oh, anybody. We need that. We energy. need it. We need Keep it. A little space for ourselves. I agree with you. That is a great Simon says. Speaking of Simon, everybody wants to see what Simon looks like. All my girlfriends always <laughs> texting me, What does this French man look like? I listen to you guys on the rendezvous. I'll tell you how you can see Simon. It's at therendezvousshow.com, and there's episodes of your TV show there, too. Yes, thanks a lot, Angie. Yes, in bed with Simon. So FYI has given me this this fabulous chance on their channel, which is so in bed with Simon. It's not a menage a trois. 
It is a conversation à trois. So it's me in a king size bed. In the conversation of... à trois. I like that. Yeah, I don't know how to say three. <laughs> That's good. Conversation à trois. And um, me with real couples shows up in the mall in Chicago and asks crazy questions. And the answers are, are a lot of fun. It's like the rendezvous, but on TV. Yes. And, and on a bed. On a bed. Although we're thinking about putting a bed here too. So. Oh, well, let's do that. Yeah, that would my... be amazing. Yes. The, the Oulala studio. You'd hear snoring here and there like, oh, Angie, wake up. Sorry. No, yes, no, we're on no, the radio. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that would never happen. So yeah, head over there to therendezvousshow.com. Thanks for being with us tonight. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.